This is your host Shane with Radical Rocks. Today we're going to talk about Alaska State Rocks and Minerals, a how-to guide. We're going to go through and just talk about some of the fabulous rocks and minerals in Alaska. Um, by no stretch of the imagination will we cover every single thing, but we're going to cover the main ones that uh, they have notoriety for. Okay, and this today's podcast is taken from our blog at radicalrocksusa.blogspot.com, and we invite you to check out all our social media. Um, we also have a YouTube channel, Radical Rocks, and we are on Facebook. We have a group there which you can look up with uh, Radical Rocks. So go to our blogs. Uh, our blog at radicalrocksusa.blogspot.com and we have all the links there. That's probably the easiest way. So with that, let's get right into today's discussion. Alaska is, of course, the largest state in the U.S. and probably the coldest state. And despite this harsh, cold environment, the mining of minerals and gems continues to this very day. Uh, We're all probably familiar with some of the TV shows and things like that. We're going to investigate the state mineral and the state rock, as well as a few others that are noteworthy, as we mentioned at the beginning. And at the bottom of our blog page, you'll find the links, as I stated a minute ago, uh, to non-affiliated sites that showcase and sell gems and minerals from Alaska, as well as some of our affiliate sites and guidebooks on rock hounding in Alaska. So again, this is not an exclusive list of Alaska's rocks and minerals, just to look at some of the most notable. So probably when most people think about Alaska, they think about gold, and that is the state mineral. Um, So there's no surprise there. It's still actively mined. We talked about the TV shows dedicated to gold miners in Alaska. Gold was really the motivating force in settling on the Alaskan frontier starting the mid-1800s, and gold was designated as a state mineral in 1968. And uh, gold has been located through much of the state apart from the uh, Yukon Flats, most well-noted locations for gold are in the areas of Fairbanks, Juneau, and Nome. And that includes the famous Nome Beach Gold. If you've ever listened to the Gold Prospectors Association of America, you know that they have their regular outings there to the Nome Beach, which is most gold prospectors, one of their bucket list places, I would think. I know it, it's on my list. Also, the Klondike area has been mined since the late 1800s. The total gold recorded between 1896 and 2005 have been some estimated one, wow, one thousand, no, excuse me, one million two hundred and fifty thousand pounds of gold. I, I may have that wrong. I'm going to have to double check that, uh, that number because I've got a decimal, I've got a, um, comma in the wrong place so anyway it's been a lot of gold i'm going to go back and research that i think i might have missed a decimal point there the gold is found in the area as nuggets and grains and sometimes flour along the rivers and stream beds and also of course there's veins of gold that are found in hard rock deposits so alaska is really a great place to look for and pan for gold Be sure to follow all the laws and respect private property. It should be easy because the state has set aside areas where you can go and pan for gold and actually find it. So that's pretty cool. Um, 
Again, the riverbanks, uh, the Yukon River Basin, also famous for gold, uh, Koskowim River, Copper River, are just a few of hundreds of areas within the state where gold has been discovered in Alaska. And some of the most f uh, famous towns for rich gold mining areas would be uh, Nome, Fairbanks, and Juneau. Again, those are the most famous out of the bunch. Now also you might be surprised to know that there's some platinum that's found in Alaska and there's been some pretty good sized nuggets found at Fox Gulch and New uh, Good News Bay. Um, and a good size <laughs> platinum nugget only weighs like a half an ounce. I mean that's pretty incredible size for a platinum nugget. Most of them are very very small. So that would be a record breaker, right? Other minerals that um, have been noteworthy in Alaska is native copper. It's been located in the McCarthy area of the south central part of Alaska. Now let's get into some of the the gemstones, the rocks, right? The rocks and gemstones. One of the, the most famous ones, which actually is the state gemstone, is jade. And of course, the Alaskan jade is the uh, nephrite type, and that was adopted as a state gem in 1968. Jade deposits occur near Jade Mountain and the Kubuk River, also near Dahl and Shanak Rivers. And I apologize because I'm probably mispronouncing some of these, but you can look at the blog and uh, I've checked the spelling on those. It should be correct. This also um, is very remote area and in in this uh, Dahl and Shanak area where there's a lot of archaeological sites and they have unearthed some jade artifacts there. There's literally a mountain of jade on the Stewart Peninsula. And the term jade refers to three variations if you're not already familiar. There's jadeite, and there's nephrite, and then there is the, and I hope I can say this right, chloromenlenite. And there, the nephrite jade, there's also the chloromethylenite type of jade in Alaska too because I've seen some samples and it is really a pretty um, spectacular looking specimen. The quality of jade in Alaska does vary from, you know, you know very good high quality to um, just yard rock. Excuse me as I get a sip of coffee here to help my dry throat. So there's a lot of opportunity. You know, some of the material that's going to be easy to find is going to be in the streams. And uh, the streams that are around these famous jade areas is going to be tumbled rocks and boulders. And uh, they could be quite obviously looking like jade. But some of them specimens are covered with a rind, which is kind of brown and weathered. So it might take some investigating to be able to spot those out and chipping an edge with uh, with your geologist's hammer to see the fine green color. Now, this varies in shades of yellow, red, black, red. Uh, I already said red and white, and possibly the prized lavender. So basically, they're all pretty much shades of green, but they'll have hues of these other colors. And um, sometimes, can the hues can can blend right into it. So you just don't know what you'll find. But uh, a really fabulous specimen that is uh, an off color, a desirable off color, can really be a prize to a gem collector. Now, some of the other minerals, we've talked about the state gemstone, but there's also a lot of fluorite. Um, this is a mineral you can look for in Alaska. You can find it in veins. 
and the Kuyai Island and the North End and also um, there's veins that are comprised of quartz and they intrude into these Cornwallis limestones and the veins can have sizable quality uh, and quantities of purple and green fluorite. So these will be the cubed um, orothetical crystals of fluorite you know that you will see and they're they're quite quite nice in a collection. Another um, thing that's quite common in Alaska is garnets. You can find some beautiful, very deep raspberry colored um, garnet gems in the uh, cubed form. It's kind of like a the the octagonal uh, cube is kind of like a cube with the edges kind of scraped off. It's really pretty. If you look at the blog, we have a, a picture of one there. They make a really good gemstone to add to your collection. Something else that you can find in these areas is amethyst. Amethyst can be found uh, in weathered feldspar and pegmatite pockets of quartz all over Alaska and different areas. And you can find amethyst crystals in the granite-rich uplands of the Northway and the Toke, T-O-K. You'll generally find these amethysts as a light pinkish-purple crystal formed in groups or single crystals. You may find other varieties of quartz in, in Alaska, and uh, there's quartz that are clear in the Brooks Mountain Ranges in the north of Alaska, and specifically to the Nolan Creek drainage. Quartz can be found embedded in fissures and cavities and in the metamorphic rocks, and some pure quartz crystals contain rudal needles of various colors that range between brown and reddish copper. So those are very collectible. That's a hot item right now. If you can find some quartz that has the that's rutilated like that with the little needles that kind of burst out through there, um, really spectacular. The reddish copper ones or the golden copper ones are really pretty too. Some of the other rocks that you can find in Alaska um, that are very notable and we want to mention is rhodonite. Um, you know that's the pinkish um, rock that is in a black magnesium type um, body and uh, very very pleasing to the eye and then several different agates and jaspers and some really good petrified wood there's a lot of agates that can be found in gravel pits and riverbeds at several locations in the chicken creek area and near the border with the uh, the yukon territory now agates jasper and petrified wood can be found on many of the beaches too including those in the island of adak um, ad admiralty uh, atu kua Kua, um, Kuparanoff, Nelson, Popoff, uh, Tinaga, Unalaska, and Zarenbro. And other well-known sources are outlined are, are the outlet of the B. Shoroff Lake, um, Little Nell China River, and Caribou Creek. So a lot of opportunities for agates there, Jasper, and uh, some good collectibles there. Now one more thing that you might not know is there is uh, and also has become the Alaskan state uh, dinosaur I guess you could say or fossil is the woolly ma uh, mammoth fossil Alaska's very well known to have many fossils and the woolly mammoth was named as Alaska state fossil in 1986 of course this belonged to elephant family and inhabited Alaska estimated 10,000 years ago before it became extinct so they say who knows? Nobody was there, so we just can guess. New fossil discoveries are made in Alaska all the time due to the remoteness 
and of so much of the state and also being that a lot of it's frozen much of the time and there's permafrost which even when it's not frozen these big beds of of ice are underneath the ground so even though it's warm and the trees are thing and everything looks good there's like this permafrost down below that's just like a block of ice and um, so you can't you know a lot of things are very very difficult to dig or explore but uh, there's a variety of opportunities there's gems and minerals really have have not been completely explored there so um folks i want to thank you for listening to the alaska um state rock and mineral how-to guide and i want to let you know that we have some uh recommendations for some rock hound guides these are our sponsored sites and uh or affiliate sites and we are on a mission um with our podcast our blog and our social media our uh youtube channel what we strive to do is keep rock hounding and the lapidary arts alive and thriving we are building this channel with the proceeds that you are helping and you are being a part of every time you um listen to one of our podcasts and like it you subscribe to the um the blog or if you start watching our videos which we've only got one there right now but i'm trying to i'm hoping to get one or two up this weekend if you like those and subscribe to those and comment on those that um is monetized through these um, different um, sources as we build up our subscription rate and we are going to definitely be building the channel and getting the news out there and giving a portion of these proceeds to um organizations that are keeping rock hounding alive that are educating our young people and that are helping keeping our areas opening opened for recreational um rock hounders like you and i not for big mining or anything like that but for just recreational prospecting okay so please go to our blog i'll ask one more time um it is radicalrocksusa.blogspot.com and all of our links are at the bottom of the page and be a part of our movement. Thank you. Remember, rock hounds don't die, they petrify. I'm your host, Shane, with Radical Rocks. Over and out.